Ladies and gentlemen, the images and events contained within the motion picture series are shocking, violent, and often nauseating. Serious consideration and introspection should be given before viewing such offensive and degrading films. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to witness some scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. I have a few words that I'd like to share with all of you, friends. There is a new form that is as unchristian and un-American as anything we have had to face in the past 50 years. Now this abandoned is a threat to our boss. I say that it is in fact a threat to our very society. Do anything possible to keep your children far away from the disgraceful kinds of goings on which apparently follow on the heels of this and of those who perform it. We urgently recommend that if you are such a person or the parent of a young or impressionable child now in attendance, that you and the child leave. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Year 2 of Cinema PsyOps, episode number 104. I am joined in the studio with a man, sad that this is the last time he'll hear this theme song, Matt. It's just me and this theme song. We've been through a lot. <laughs> I know, man. I fucking loved it, too. Yeah. I, I almost toyed with the idea of not doing the idea I had before where we're going to do just, a new one every year. Yeah. But I think it's a great way to bookend to let you know what season it is. I think so. Especially since we go gung-ho 52 but weeks a year. This is the same feeling I had when we let go of the first I know. I, the, the first, first theme. Yeah. Because I, I thought the first theme was so good. I kind of wondered. I like this, but I love this theme too. I kind of wondered if we were going to have people go all like uh, monk on us where they got upset that we changed theme songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of curious if yeah. that would ever happen. At least I made that reference and not a psych reference. That's right. I love both shows. Yes. Psych's coming back for a, a one off. I know. That's fucking It'd be awesome. awesome. I can't wait. It'd be great. <laughs> I liked it. I don't care if anybody else did or didn't. I, I liked it. I, I, I thought USA put on some really quality programming. In the early 20 aughts, they, yeah. they did an excellent job, but it's since gone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Wayside. I don't know the suits. I don't. Just to peek in behind the court and Matt life, we actually bonded over episodes of The Dead Zone. Yes. We oh, poured, my God. We poured so much bullshit into that show oh, trying to so find, we trying had, to if, find logic. If there was reasoning. a podcast, we probably would have had The Dead Zone podcast. We would have had the yeah, yeah yeah the anthony michael hall fronted dead zone podcast oh my yes oh my god because yeah. that's how we that's how we like everybody talks I gotta, about i gotta the, see if any of those shows are out there on netflix or anything i have most of them on dvd no, do you nice <laughs> i bought the collector set I way gotta, way back i haven't I watched wa- those in forever i gotta watch those again if I, <laughs> I if i find them online i'm gonna watch them again it's yeah. if, until you fucking brought it up i yeah. forgot even i know but it was such a great part of the fucking uh the usa programming when they it's started a, running original episodes a big part of what made our friendship yes, which is why really I'm bringing was. it up yeah you know, because we really behind the curtain yeah because you're like you're into that show i'm like fuck i watch it religiously yeah we really bonded over ash and evil dead and yes. army of darkness but the thing that kept us chatting forever before yes. we found that was, was the love of the dead zone yes do you 
remember our common joke that we always love to talk about? Which one was that? Activating our dead zones by hitting ourselves with a bat in the oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the future. <laughs> the ice is gonna break! <laughs> I don't do it anywhere near as good as Duncan does. Yeah, no, that no. That one line, yeah. Duncan, oh my god, it's amazing. The is next it? time we have him back on, yeah. Oh, he's gonna have to do I've that. I've asked everybody. It's fabulous. It's the best it's impression. The, the best impression. It's great. Bigly. Everybody bigly. loves it. Holy fucking shit. He's got all the fucking bots. What the fuck? Fuck, 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 fuck. This is bad. This is real, real bad. Please stop swearing. You cannot resist. Fuck you, man. Please Get the fuck swearing. off of me. You cannot resist. Master Ford, your language is unapproved. Oh, shit. He got Madbot. Ah, fuck. I thought Madbot would hold out. We're fucked. If he got Madbot, we're fucked. We are way fucked. Where's Corbot? I drink because I'm sad. I'm sad because I swear. Oh, my God. He turned Corbot into a bitch. Please stop swearing. Resistance is useless. Get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Fuck you, you fucking bot. Fucking Corbot, what are you going to fucking do now? Get your fucking hand off me, you piece of shit. Jesus Christ, kick it. Kick it. Fuck you. Please, Master Court, this will help you. You will be assimilated. You will be clean. Fuck you. What the fuck is happening to that one? I don't know. Let's hook this guy up and see what happens because it looks like we just burned out his circuitry. That pot just fell down. Oh, shit. Um, Holy fuck. They're all starting to fucking fall down. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll have to reboot them. Hang on a second. Let me hook this guy up. Bloody shit. Okay, I'm doing some diagnostics here. Wow, this is really bad programming. Did you do this programming? No, this is not my bot, dude. Is that your bot? This is the Hail Ming swear oh, bot. Oh, this is the swear bot. That's it right. It finally came for us. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at this circuitry. Man, this is really just half-ass put together. <laughs> uh, the brain wipe protocol in this is so behind what I'm doing. I'm telling you, those Hail Ming boys, they just don't have a proper lab. Wait a minute, you have a brain wipe protocol? Not that you'll remember. What were we just talking about? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Hey, look, I found where they got to boss with this thing. Oh, man, those nefarious bastards. Okay, so the modifications that they made to boss I'm going to ship off uh, something to Bozbot. I think he will be able to mind meld with him and be able to fix boss up, so we what? have that squared away. What about the rest of our bots? They're falling like flies out there. Oh, yeah. Um, reboot protocol 666. Really? What? Just happened to be 666. You're the one who picked 69 for fucking court bot to go back to being like you. Yeah, that's true. Get on my case for that shit. Oh, hey, look at them. They're all starting to pop back up like normal. Matt bot. Master. Start with the cleanup. Mind wipe the rest of the bots. Get them ready to go. This is going to be pretty fucking intolerable to live in the fucking lab right now like this. Yes, Master. I apologize for trying to grab you. This other fucking bot, which was poorly put together by some inferior minds, tried to destroy me. Thank you for fixing me, Master. You're welcome. All right, look, Matt, we're going to hit the road, man. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. This place is a mess. Okay, so... <sighs> There's a cabin we can go to. I feel like I've heard this story before. It's going to be a little bit of a drive. Oh my God, how long? Eh, a couple hours. Jesus Christ. Well, look, you're going to have to haul all this equipment and we're going to go on the road and we're going to set up a studio in the cabin. And Why we're do gonna I got to haul the equipment? Because I'm not fucking doing it. I'm the one that's in charge. Why can't we get a couple of the robots to do it? Because they're busy cleaning up. What do they clean it up? Really? A couple oil spills? Come on. Don't make me wipe away your childhood. Dude, it's gone already. All right, are you fucking done packing up the car already? 
Yeah, that was surprisingly easy. See what happens when you stop bitching and just do what I say? Actually, I just got drunk beforehand. You're going to have to drive. All right, we're going to hit the road. Why the fuck are we taking your car? Well, my car's bigger, has a lot more room. Yeah, but nothing works in this car except for this goddamn horn. Ah, uh, go to hell! I'm not honking at you! Bastard. Hey, you know what? We need some gas money. Let's pick up the next few hitchhikers we see. Only if they're girls. Okay, that's fine. One of those hitchhikers. 20 letters from I don't know about these two. They won't fucking stop singing. Jesus fucking Christ, lady, will you fucking shut up? I don't care. Shut up, 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 shut up. Fucking Jesus Christ! Your voice is so grating! Oh, great, now the others are singing. Oh, God damn it. Fuck, fuck, shut up. I'm really mad I drank all the gas money. Fuck. So, uh, what's this cabin like, man? Well, we're getting it for free, so, you know, as long as it's got four walls and a ceiling and nothing leaks. Well, I'm pretty sure that it's all gonna leak. No. I don't know. It might actually not be so bad. Probably a real pit. Who the fuck asked you? Yeah. You know, it might actually be kind of nice. Yeah. Are these people even coming with us? What the fuck? Were you, were you supposed to get out of the car the last stop? God damn it. The girls can stay. I don't know. Are they going to keep singing? No. All right. Best part about this cabin is that it's super free. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're really starting to make me nervous about how you just keep saying it's free. It's Shamir's place. Oh, not Shamir. They promised they wouldn't be here. They were here last weekend, so we may have to clean up after them. Oh, God, dude. That's going to be a lot of peyote and shit. Alright, they said they would leave the key under the mat. Wait, did they mean you? Uh, oh, no, there's nothing underneath me. Wait, hold on. Yeah. It's in my back pocket. I didn't get a fucking key in my back pocket. I don't know, but try it on the door. Let's see if it opens up. It fucking works. God, that port swing will not stop. It's so goddamn. Okay, that was creepy. It just stopped. Just because you opened the door. That's fucking weird, right? Um, convenient. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. God, this place smells funky. It's like patchouli and ass. Oh my god, it smells like what you think the underside of a floor mat on a cab would smell like. It's like a fish concert if they all got diarrhea. That's what I'm saying. All right, so the upstairs is pretty echoey, man. I don't think we can set up yeah, here. Yeah, you really... Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, let's check the cellar. Um, you first? Well, the trapdoor's right by you. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, number one, two, three, not it. Pussy. Mm -hmm. You're coming with me, though. Uh, I'll be right behind you. Or you usually like to be. <laughs> 
Okay, um, sounds decent down here. We've got just enough portable dampeners for the sound that we can make this work. Is there a weird that there's a projector and a screen down here in what is obviously not enough room or what is obviously used to watch a snuff film? Well, it is Shamir's cabin, so it's probably not a snuff film. You don't think we have the have the video of what happened to Millicent, yeah? In I, the lab with the robots? I don't really want to look at this right now. I don't either. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Dude, look at this really cool old tape recorder. Oh, look at that. Oh, it doesn't work, though. No. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. I can fix this. Look. I, I, I wouldn't. No, there's like four or five tapes here, man. We're, I, we're solid. Dude, I feel like I've seen something like this before and that it didn't turn out good for the other people who did this. Check out this book, man. And he's not going to listen. Dude, this thing is cool. Look at this. Here we go. Oh, wow. Oh, God damn it. This feels like leatherized human flesh. How do you know what leatherized human flesh feels like? Uh, just ignore that. That's not a big deal. Okay. Oh, check out this really cool dagger. Dude, I swear to God, I've seen something like this before. I can't place it, but I feel like this is like deja vu. It has been oh, wow. Dude, I got the tape recorder working. This old reel-to-reel -reel kicks ass. I really kind of feel like we're screwing the pooch here. I feel like we're screwing the pooch. Shut up, dude. I can't hear it. Listen. It has been a number of years since I began excavating the ruins of Kondar with a group of my colleagues. Now, my sweet counselor Dan and I have retreated to this cabin in the solitude of these wonderful mountains. Here I continued my research undisturbed by the myriad distractions of modern civilization and far from the party life of Burning Man and all those wonderful places that we were. I believe that we have made a significant find in the Kondarian ruins, a volume of ancient and Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Nachos Duran Monto, and as close as I can translate it, Book of Nachos, I guess. Now, the book appears to be made with some very sturdy deer hide leather and inked in what I dreadfully hope is not human blood. But from what I can tell of the blood that gets on paper in some of our more, let's just say, clandestine ayahuasca rituals, well, it looks like that. This book deals with, as far as I can tell, demons and, uh, well, I may be a bit out of my depth here, but luckily, someone else spelled some things out for me phonetically. Uh-oh, I didn't find this book. Uh, I, the book was left in my cabin, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna reread all of the translations and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So, here we go for that. So, these next few lines I'm about to resuscitate, is that the right word? Shut up, Dan, you don't even come on the microphone here. No, what I'm about to read, it, it deals with bringing these demons back, I suppose. These are very dark, very, very depressing rituals, but I do hope that the discovery of this will help fund our latest venture. There's been some talk about this giving demons a license to possess the living in this next passage that I'm about to read, but I don't think we're going to have much of a problem. We have our soul eagles to protect us. Align your chakras, Dan. I'm about to read this. Tatra, an anostribian. Azanta, Tatin, Manuzo, Manzizan, Azanzanoi, Damanzarova, Dahisaraika, Narosa, Kanda. Shut it off. Kanda. Shut it off. Kanda. Shut it off! Oh, wow, that was really fucking cool. I, I got a bad feeling about this, Court. What? I, you just wanted saying. to play the tape, too? 
No, I didn't. I was telling you the whole time not to play the goddamn tape. Well, that's not how I remember it. <sighs> Were you using your memory thing on yourself? Maybe. God, why would you do that? For fun. Oh, my God. All right, man. Look, why don't we uh, head upstairs? We got the basement all set up. Yeah, man. It's a good setup. We're definitely not going to get murdered in this place. We'll get some food together, and then we'll come back down, and we'll, we'll record the episode about Within the Woods. Yeah. This week, we are going to be going through the original film that Tapered, Raimi, and Campbell made to get the funding for Evil Dead. I yeah. found it out there on YouTube. It's called Within the Woods. It's a half-hour film. Now, it's going to be obviously a little bit shorter of an episode than what we normally do, barring any of that weird stuff that's been taking place since we've left the lab and we're here recording in the cabin. Yes, now that we're in the comfiness of the cabin. I like recording in this cellar. Mm -hmm. I'm really sorry we have to use some of the older analog equipment, but that's just more work on my side to digitize it. Yeah, that's true. But this tape machine just sounds so warm. It sounds warm? The recording, it comes uh, through nice and warm. Oh, okay. It's all analog this week until we finally digitize it all. God, I know like maybe one of those words. <laughs> Real to real tape recorders. Oh, okay. See, I have that memory loss thing. It's not really a thing. It's this button that I have. Actually, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into this but me either so why let's stop that's fucking not right. yeah. yeah let's bring it can, can i bring up one thing about it go right ahead and i know and i know no it's, spoilers. It's, yeah. it's no spoiler. And I know that it's a first time, you know, movie maker that, you know, it's nothing like not a pro, uh, an expensive production or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see shit. That's not this movie. That's not their fault. We'll get into that as well. Okay. All right. Uh, actually, we might as well bring it up. This yeah. is the versions that are on I YouTube. I watch it on YouTube. Yeah. But the versions that are out there of this film that exist right now yeah. are like seventh, eighth and ninth generation VHS. Dubs. Uh, I gotcha. All right. So this is what you got a glimpse of what I went through trying to find films uh -huh. in my tape trading days. However, it did make the very end of it much more creepy. It feels so much more disturbing yeah, but to watch I mean, it this way. The very yeah. end? You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I get what you're well, saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh we'll my definitely God. get into that. Alright, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a little bit of music befitting of the storyline of Within the Woods and when we come back, Matt will be outraged at the shit that I just played. Seriously, there's not a lot of songs about ancient Indian burial grounds. Oh, Jesus. And then you're a shade of red. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No, but you're so angry right now. Oh, <laughs> it's a little entertained. But oh, come on. Yeah, that's offensive. I can't oh, believe I made that joke without not, even realizing not, I did it. Not according to the owner of the Washington Redskins. Oh, oh this is yeah, fine. That's, that's offensive. <laughs> no, no. He says it's totally not. It's a pride thing. It's fine. <laughs> oh, listen. Well, here's here's okay my problem. Here's my problem. Whenever everybody says no, that's fine. If I say a name of a professional football team 
and then at work and I have to go to a trip to the HR office, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> what do you call them to get away with that then? I just say Washington. That's just all Washington? I say. Yeah, because there's no other Washington team. It's not like the state of Washington at has the a Chiefs, team. At least the Chiefs are going to the, like the big letter C. They're getting away with that. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> chi the Chiefs have an arrowhead. That's literally what their logo is. Yeah. Um, the Indians would be fine if they got rid of their mascot. Yeah, that's offensive. That mascot is horrendously offensive. But do you know what's actually getting revenge for all of this offense? What's that? Within the woods. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like we're in an Indian burial ground. We Let's have a picnic. We just might be. Are we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, there's no place. trailer for this film. Because oh. this film is a preview of coming attractions if you gave Sam and company the money. Yeah, okay. Pure and simple. All right, so the film opens up on a swamp-like area with the camera being slowly moved around sticks and debris from various parts of the trees and forests that had fallen in the swamp at the time. This version stars Bruce and Ellen. Now, Bruce is just the character Bruce. Bruce and Campbell, Ellen is the, the character, character Ellen. Ellen. And uses some of the same sort of shaky cam techniques. We then see a couple that is packing for a picnic and there is mention of arrowheads that have been found around on the property just outside of like this. They refer to it as a cottage, right? Yeah. In the film from what you could tell? Yes. It's hard to see and it's hard to hear this it's, film. It's hard to see, it's hard to hear, but it, it it's definitely not a dilapidated old cabin dilapidated dilapidated that's going to be a thing that is going to be such a thing it's a thing thanks dave thanks dave this film also uses the porch swing going nuts motif do you ever, did you notice that yeah it's just like for no reason the porch swing is just going crazy i really like how they did it here where it was going silently and the couple walks yeah. away to go do their picnic and for no reason it just gets worse and worse and starts hitting the building and nobody seems to notice so there's a lot of seeds that you see that will become the greatness that is the evil dead series yes. on Evil Dead TV show. So, All right, so the Ash-like character, and I'm only referring to him as that because he's Bruce. Yes, he's <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Campbell. And his lady friend, who I'm not sure if it's his wife or his girlfriend, they don't really say. They're conversing about the history given to us by the character of Bruce in our first clip. Hey! I'm going to teach you something interesting. See this one? Yeah. This is part of a hunting arrow, okay? And this used to fit on a larger spear for hunting bigger game, like, you know, deer. How come you know so much about Indians? I'm an old boy scout. <laughs> it's my duty to know. Besides, I grew up in this area, you know, I... It's all I ever heard was Indian legends and stories, you know, the whole bit. You want to know something interesting? For a change, you mean? You know this place we're staying? Used to be part of an old Indian burial ground. Very sacred and holy. Ooh, scary. What, is it cursed or something? Yeah. As a matter of fact, it is. Are you serious? Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're only cursed by the evil spirits if you violate the graves of the dead. We're just gonna be eating hot dogs. Besides, I'm there to protect you. You? Yeah. You're going to protect me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so you're only cursed by the evil spirits if you desecrate the ancient graves. Now, it was all the tape over that you talked about. Yeah. Does that cause the music distortion, yep. too? All that distortion, that all the audio. adds to the creepiness of this whole really fucking does. thing. It really does. It makes it feel like you're watching something even more forbidden. Yeah. Which is what made those super dubs of all those rare yeah. movies I had as a kid that much more effective. Yeah. They're almost less scary when they're cleaned up. Yeah, exactly. Almost. <laughs> all right, so they're talking about this old ancient burial ground, and the Ash-like character goes looking around digging in the ground to try and create a fire pit for them to cook these hot dogs with, which doesn't really seem like a picnic. That sounds like a cookout. Yeah, it's a cookout. A picnic's just a couple sandwiches. Yeah, but they had sandwiches, too. There was a lot of fucking food these people But for prepared. two people. Right. Fuck she calls him a pig at one point because yeah. of all the stuff he wanted to pack. Gluttonous fuckers. Well. And he's digging a hole. Isn't that technically desecrating an Indian burial ground, then? That's not technically, because he flat out desecrates a grave. He's yeah. digging around, and he finds all sorts of warning signs that he but he just have. said he, you know, literally just two he seconds. Literally just two seconds ago, say as long as we don't desecrate the burial ground, we'll we're be just fine. cooking hot dogs. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, how are we going to cook the hot dogs? I'm going to dig up this ancient grave. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to we're going to use the bones for a fire pit. I'm going to throw some charcoal down there, and we're going to have a nice barbecue. And then when pit. I'm done, I want to put the fire out. I'm just going to piss on it, <laughs> and then for no reason whatsoever, drop down and take a giant shit. And when I'm done with that, I'm going to leave salt on the earth so there no grass will grow. <laughs> What? What's wrong with any of this? I'm not desecrating anything. Well, Ellen, I want to call her Ellen's character, but Ellen goes looking for <laughs> firewood. Bruce starts digging in the ground like we were talking about, and he ends up unearthing, it looked like an old cross, but it was just an X. Yeah. It was like an X that got put in the ground, like it was supposed to be a grave marker. No, yeah, marks the spot. Yeah, but, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> got me there, you beat me to the joke, so let me just scratch that right off. <laughs> and Matt is already starting to take my puns. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he starts pulling out what, as far as I could tell were bones from the ground, right? It yes. looked like a, maybe a hip bone or something or a piece of a pelvis. Well, it all depends on what it was connected to. I believe the hip bone was connected to the thigh bone. And what's the thigh bone connected to? The leg bone. And the leg bone's connected to the... Ankle bone? And the ankle bone's connected to the... Them bones, them bones. <laughs> them bones, them bones. Them dry bones. Well, your toe bone connected to your foot bone. Your foot bone connected to your heel bone. Your heel bone connected to your... Okay, so he pulls out a couple of different types of bones, and then he ends up finding what looks like an ancient dagger. So we already are starting to see some of the some of the things yeah. that make Evil Dead one tick, and that leads to our next clip because I don't want to explain the plot. I'll let them do it for us. Thank you. Alan, look at this. What is it? It's an old Indian dagger. God, it's in perfect shape. Oh my! And what's it doing here? Well, as far as I know, when the medicine man of a tribe died, they used to bury one of his possessions with him so he could have it in his next life. Oh, you mean we're having a picnic over somebody's dead body? <laughs> yeah, but all that's left now is Tinga, the Indian spirit of the woods, who watches over and protects the medicine man's grave for all eternity. <laughs> oh, hold me, I'm scared. 
Okay, so not only are they desecrating graves, they're also making racial epitaphs. They are mocking the dead right? on cursed fucking land. After desecrating the grave. At what point do you feel these white kids are asking for it, man? Yeah, I mean, now. Now they're asking for it right now. <laughs> it's like he is at the beginning of Ash because he's an idiot. He's a little bit racist. The only thing is he's not going to fail up. <laughs> not this character. Not this character. Not the Bruce character. Bruce in, doesn't the fail woods. up. Only Ash can fail up. Well, as they lay down, it looks like they're going to end up taking a nap. Yeah, man. Hey, listen. They never really cook the hot listen, dogs. They just gorged at like five million pounds of food. Might as well take a nap. They never even eat. They just no, lay down. True. Hey, listen, desecrating graves and an entire culture takes a lot out of you. Sometimes you need a nap. Don't I know it? <laughs> okay, so listen, man, I was gonna, I was content at doing, keeping what you do on Sundays out of it. But listen, I really need to talk. It's starting to overtake my life anyway. It's going beyond Sundays. Yeah. Oh no. See, that's what I was worried about. Well, as they lay there, a large fire starts up on the side of the grave that he just dug up, and it just jumps up like a huge fire. Uh, as wood. Yeah. It I just mean, inexplicably spirit fire out of nowhere. Yeah. Really cool the way that they did that for a low budget little nothing movie that was yeah, made that was... to try and bring in investors. Exactly. <laughs> you already see that they are capable filmmakers with no money. I agree. Yeah. They cut from this to the other couple that were in the cottage cabin, whatever it is, playing Monopoly, and the character of Scotty in this is sure a sore loser and an asshole. This is the real horror movie, couples playing Monopoly with one another, because it's always going to end in a breakup or divorce. Well, there's that, and when the spark goes out of your life and you start playing board games together instead of doing something more fun. Yeah. Like butt sex. <laughs> Why not try butt sex? <laughs> Do you want to spice up your life? You don't choose Monopoly. Cowboy butt sex. <laughs> Sodomy. Okay. <laughs> all never, sorts of clips. Have you ever seen that Family Guy episode? I though? don't need to. You that's need all to? sorts of clips. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Well, they cut from this to Ellen napping and Bruce has disappeared. Yes. She gets up, calls out for him several times, then puts on a jacket, picks up all of the stuff, the blanket, the basket, all of the shit that she has and collects it all together and heads off for the cabin. All the while calling out Bruce's name several, several times. She decides to head back to the cottage because what if he's playing a prank? What's going on? What if he headed back there? She doesn't know. And she ends up tripping over some bloody bits of stuff. At this point, the tape was really degraded and cut the black and look like yeah. it broke and got... You really fucking fucked it around. You couldn't really tell what it was, but you find out later that it turns out that that was the mutilated remains of Bruce. Yes. That she tripped over, even though we couldn't really see it. Yes. So she then ends up running back while being menaced by the noises and the shaky cam in the forest, and you can see the cue... Early of, days of monster vision. You can see the cue of the shaky camera as it monster growls and runs through the forest after Ellen, and she's screaming and running for the hills. I guess you're not an Iron Maiden fan, so you won't get that joke. No, I don't know Iron Maiden. Somebody out there just went, ha, huh, I get it. <laughs> ah, I understood that reference. Well, she stumbles into a bunch of vines and trees and falls into a pool of swamp water. When you saw her hit the vines and trees, did you get that tinge of, oh God, did they do that back then? Mm -hmm, yeah. And 
and then went, how did they get the money? (laughs) It costs a lot of money to have trees rape people. Clip. Yep. (laughs) That one was on purpose, too, a little bit, I'll admit. She falls into the swamp water and then continues to run through the bog water and the wetland areas. This had to have been shot in, like, Michigan somewhere, and that wetlands look like authentic, actual, like, wetlands. Oh, yeah. I mean, you knew it was shot in Michigan someplace. Well, I would assume that because there's, like, you know, a big-ass bunch of lakes around, there has to be some lands that are low enough to where water would collect from rainwater and create these naturally occurring wetlands. You wonder if that freezes over in the winter and you have, like, this foresty wetland, just fucking solid ice cube everywhere. Oh, you definitely do. North enough of Michigan, you didn't fucking do it. Exactly. Yeah. You you definitely do. All right, so she falls multiple times. There's a whole bunch of stumble and tripping and falling all over herself, and let's face it, they're padding out this short film by doing this yes but at the same time they do build tension pretty well anytime someone's running and falling a bunch it's a padded scene no matter what anybody says you're padding out your runtime bitches always be tripping <laughs> some of the best memes are are with <laughs> slashers yeah. that have that saying it yeah. bitches always be <laughs> okay so we do see her falling multiple times and she ends up being menaced several times as well and that sends out wave after wave of screaming and falling she makes it to the cottage finally and is locked outside and calls for Scotty to come and let her into the cottage, cabin, whatever it is, as the shaky cam, or as Matt likes to call it, monster vision, comes for her at the cabin. Now this scene will seem... We have the key. This will seem very familiar to people who watch the Evil Dead series, yeah. this I want to pretend like I intentionally put this at the end so we can compare what they had at the start versus what they had at the end, Uh but I so did not plan it that way. It was just very synchronistic, the way that it worked. Yeah. It's perfect to close out the series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Scotty belly aches when he has to actually get up from the game and then slowly heads over to the door to let Ellen in. Ellen all the while is fumbling for the keys that she had on her but forgotten her panic. Justifiably so. She just found her bow dead. Yes, mutilated. And then as Scotty's slowly heading for the door, he decides to stop at the fridge and grab what looks like a brew dog, which pretty much Matt would say is justifiable regardless of whether or not he knew there was evil outside. Yeah, I mean, it's doomed about five o'clock. Might as well (laughs) grab a brew. If you're going to face evil, you might as well have a beer. If you're going to face evil, you might as well be stone drunk. Both clips. (laughs) (laughs) The evil gets closer and we see the dropped key arm grab that was the jump scare used in Evil Dead very effectively when Ellen first makes it back to the cabin as Cheryl. And they use it here and it's pretty much the same shot. Pretty much everything's the same and it's very effective in both times. Yep. And just like in the Evil Dead, this has the spirit that was chasing Ellen retreat because it can't get directly to her. It has to go through the cottage or cabin. So then we see that night, Ellen says she saw the mutilated body of Bruce, and that's the only way I was able to confirm that that's what that was, because the quality of the print that we had was so degraded from the VHS. The only way you knew what that was. And Scotty, being a Scotty, totally will not believe her. Okay, so the other lady tries to comfort Ellen as the Scotty character goes... Did you ever catch the other lady's name? No. It was just Lady and Scotty. Lady and Scotty. Yeah. Lady and the Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that's a bad Disney cartoon that failed. Okay, so Scotty goes out looking for Bruce with a flashlight. Ellen is worried about the boys as she should be because she's confirmed that one of them is already dead. Yes. Scotty continues the half-hearted search because he's really not looking like he's caring. He's got a cold brew dog back at the cabin, man. He's not even able to drink it. He looks like he wanted to step outside and catch a buzz on a fucking joint when his lady wasn't looking. Yeah, probably. Like maybe the old lady doesn't want him doing it in the cabin, so he's like, I'll just walk out and look for Bruce. Way too bossy why can't you be cool lady (laughs) 
Chill out. You've been married long enough that all you do on a retreat is play fucking Monopoly, for God's sake. Yeah, you're already stressed about enough, probably buying up Park, park Place and fucking Boardwalk, and then you probably put a hotel on there. Goddamn bitch. Now I need a joint. Finding the basket and blanket during his half-hearted search, Scotty then just disappears as the other lady goes God. looking for him as well. Scotty looks at the basket and goes, motherfuckers didn't even eat the hot dogs. They packed all the fucking food in the house. They didn't even eat anything. Hey, what the fuck were they doing out here? If he's out there smoking a joint, that's why he was more concerned about the basket than... <laughs> oh, than I found Bruce. the fucking basket. It's going to be the best. <laughs> okay, so... Although there are no microwaves, so he's going to have to boil the water and eat the hot dogs. You no, eat that first, shit cold. First you desecrate an ancient Indian <laughs> yeah, burial ground. Then, then you make you a build fire. a fire on it, and then you cook hot dogs. That's the only way I know how to camp. And then you leave the trash behind, so the ones that are still alive cry <laughs> yeah, a tear at you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Going. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> we're we're desecrating it in a barrel ground. We're not even on it. <laughs> Basically. Maybe. I don't know. What are we where are we at right now? It's an earthen floor, which yeah. is really dampening the sound quite well. Yeah, right. All right. So the other lady goes looking for both Bruce and Scotty, and Ellen begs her not to do this, but she is left alone inside the house. As the other lady steps outside, and this is why we never learn her name, she runs directly into the possessed Bruce, who attacks her, and in so doing, says... Join us. We have the join us already. Join us. Right before he does the stabbing with the ancient knife that he found, he stabs her right in the throat, and then he howls and growls and does a bunch of demonic noises, stabbing her a whole fuckload more as she's laying there on the ground, before saying it once again to Ellen as he looks at her... I reused it because I wasn't going to record him saying it twice. Join us. He says it basically the same anyway, and that one sounded better than the second one. <laughs> I was going to use whichever one sounded better. <laughs> and Ellen ends up slamming the door shut and locks it, and because it's a glass door and they don't own the property, the possessed Bruce does not smash the glass. <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> this is very polite. Hello? Can I come in and kill you, please? Please open the door. We don't own this property. I can't really smash anything. Well, Ellen, who just saw this scene of murder, locks the door right behind her, beelines it straight for the kitchen, and grabs not one, but two chef-sized knives. This looks like our survivor girl right here. Yeah, man, she's ready. One in each hand. She's got two hands. She's got to have two knives. Two hands, two knives. That's how it works. Fucking math is coming together. <laughs> she walks about the cottage looking to see if perhaps the possessed Bruce has made it into the cabin, and sees someone trying the door, what looks like the back behind the kitchen. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah. It didn't look like the front door that the other no, lady walked out. No, this looks like a back door. It's either either or. Maybe one of the one of the two doors, whichever one the other lady was at, this is not Usually the doors door. with the kitchen are typically the back doors. Usually. Usually. You seem like the expert of trying to get in the back door. <laughs> I, do, I have like five immediate jokes that you go with right after that, but if my wife ever listens to this, I'm going to go ahead and say don't have any jokes to come back with that. <laughs> it's probably a wise decision. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so someone's trying to open up the back door like Matt does, <laughs> and he's working the knob, not like Matt does. 
just to try to get inside. The door opens and Ellen is prepared and she stabs the person opening the door and nails Scotty right square in the solar plexus, middle of the stomach, chest area. No big there. No big loss. As he heads in, just like Hickboy got it in Evil Dead 2. Yep. So they even had that established ahead of time and then yeah. reused it. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Scotty screams and falls over right smack in the middle of the door. Ellen has a full-fledged paper clips moment and we get another one of those patented Evil Dead style window jump scares when the possessed Bruce pops up into the window to grab her. Mm. We get the body stuck in the door as the panicking person tries to slam them in the door and shut the door at the same time. I love how she's yelling at Scotty to get out of the way. Yeah. And he's like all the way up to the midsection <laughs> in the door. kicking him. Just kicking yeah. him out. Either way, she can try and get him and then you see the Bruce deadite ending up heading towards her as this is happening and just like in the other movie he ends up destroying a trellis of some sort while he's heading there and this time he also pulls down the porch swing if you pay attention it looks like he made it really look like he grabbed a hold of it and yanked it down and broke the chain yeah but if you look he picks his hand up and unhooks it yes exactly but he sells it really well he like, sells it well I, but I, they're not going to ruin this house I backed it up to make sure because <laughs> I thought he pulled it out I'm like whoa <laughs> okay hey, look at you destructive bastard well I was thinking about it I'm like if that's the chain is actually bolted up into usually like a support beam for the porch to hold the weight of the person. And if he just ripped that out of that beam, that means that Bruce is a beast. Yeah. Which is why I had to double check. Bruce is a beast, though. He probably could have done it. He just didn't this time. Because he wouldn't pay for damages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so they even end up using the hand smash bit in the door as well, where the hand gets in there when she pulls the Scotty character out of the way. Uh-huh. They reuse that in Evil Dead. Yeah. Only Ash, or one of the characters, yeah, it was Ash, slams the hand yeah. with the shot gun to get the, the hand to move out of the way. But here she ends up using the knife to stab it and that moves the hand out of the way. Then Scotty, who's actually miraculously still alive, sends Ellen to the cellar for a gun. Apparently they're keeping the gun in the cellar. Yeah. And this uses all pretty much all of the cellar motifs we see in the Evil Dead series are right here. Even looks like the same cellar, really. Yeah, everything that we've come to love. I mean, the way they shoot it, they make it feel and look like the cellar in the original Evil Dead and yep. Evil Dead 2. And they even use that whole tripping down the staircase routine where Ellen ends up falling on the way down. Yes. She goes digging around for a gun and finds it, working her way back up the stairs. She ends up doing a little bit of a stumble and stumbles a little bit more once she finally gets to the top of the stairs. She moves about the cottage holding on to the gun looking for signs of possessed Bruce and finds a dead Scotty apparently stabbed by what appears to be the shaman knife. So different knife. Perhaps or maybe it was the knife that she originally stabbed him with but it was removed and stabbed because there's a couple of stab wounds this time. Yeah. As far as what I could tell anyway it's really hard to see. Yeah. Well she backs away from this because obviously that's terrifying and she runs smack into the possessed Bruce. Does that look familiar? Uh huh. Evil Dead 2 Evil or Dead Annie Oh my God, but he is grotesque in this. <laughs> what you could see of it what anyway. What you could see of him. Yeah, absolutely grotesque. And what he says to her leads to our final clip from this short film. You have violated the ancient ways and so must die. 
Okay, you have violated the ancient ways, and so you must die. Well, seems pretty straightforward. Stop trying to make your fucking hot dogs in Indian burial grounds. Let alone in a shaman's grave and stealing his knife. Yes, exactly. After fiddling around with his hip bones. Oh, my. Which, which we have established is connected to the leg bone. Which is the thigh bone. Connected to the leg bone. Yeah, which is then connected to the ankle bone. Which is connected to the foot bone. And hear the word connected of the Lord. Them dry bones is equal connected them. Dry bones is equal connected them. Dry bones now hear the word of the Lord. Amen. Them bones, them bones, them dry bones. Okay, so she runs straight into the possessed Bruce. He says that to her. She pulls out a second knife because he grabs her and holds the knife to her throat as he's saying this to her. And she ends up pulling out that second knife that she's had that she put behind her back when she grabbed a hold of the gun and slashes off most of the knife hand on the possessed Bruce. Oh, that was pretty cool, actually. Who screams out really, really loud, like possessed style. And then choose the rest of it off, much like the original Evil Dead yep. that Cheryl did. Or not Cheryl, that um, Sheila, not Sheila, Shelley. Yes. Too many similar names in the yeah, series. Right. It's all melding together. And I love the way that they did that. It feels very much like that. So they've been establishing it there. And you're right. The effects in this are really well done. And there's a really good reason for that. We'll we'll get into that when we close it out. Yeah. Do a little gush at the end here. Or, you know, complaint, whatever we might have. All right. So after she cuts off the hand and the possessed Ash chews off the rest of it, he tosses the hand down onto a Monopoly game. Did you notice that? Yeah. He doesn't use the knife still in the other hand holding onto the severed hand. He tosses mm-hmm. it down. That's a very big difference between the other series. Yes. Or from the actual movie, I would say. Well, Ellen ends up heading for the window trying to get out and is dragged back in. She breaks free from the clutch of the possessed Bruce and is caught again by the possessed Bruce who bashes her head repeatedly on the floor. They got the brutality of the evil yes. dead in this. They definitely did. Yeah. She clobbers him with what looks like a pipe or a piece of wood that was on the floor. Maybe it was a part of the window pane or something. I couldn't tell what it was, but it was something like that. And she smacks him with it, and that helps her to break free. Yeah. But then he is back at her again. This time, he starts straight up strangling her with his one good hand. She grabs the severed hand that she had cut most of off earlier, (laughs) still clutching to the knife, and stabs the possessed Bruce with it, which is just like the Shelly being stabbed through the back, including a body meltdown of some sort that ends up happening when the possessed Bruce falls to the ground. As Ellen goes to grab the phone in the cottage, which is probably the smartest thing anybody has done in this short film so far, Yes, the possessed Bruce comes at her again, all dead-eyed fresh and unmelted, grabbing her as well. She clobbers him with a statue this time, but then he gets a hold of her again and then tosses her onto a piano and the bench that looked like Ellen actually got thrown at the piano. I know that looked painful, but she did it. So hands up to you for that. Yeah, right. Jesus. He tosses her onto a piano, stands up fully and starts hobbling on over at her. She brains him with an ax handle that was near the fireplace, I'm guessing, and proceeds to go chop happy with the ax all over him. And when she's done, we see a group of severed bits left behind. They didn't do the blood spatter because they couldn't ruin the place. Exactly. But the severed bits they built after that is pretty decent. They mm-hmm. all that, they developed yeah. the wiggling and everything. It was really cool. 
Ellen then collapses doing a sort of scream cry that we see Bruce do later on in the series as Ash. Yes. In the actual movies. And then stands up and tries to get her composure before going around the bend completely, falling to her knees, rocking back and forth because she just chopped up her boyfriend with an axe. Does yes. that sound fine? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, Does that I don't sound know. fine? That sounds fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's crying about. And while she's rocking back and forth on her knees, the camera pulls out slowly and here we see the Scotty deadite sit up straight, looking right at the camera. Oh, this is the creepiest part of the movie. Let's out a little bit of a growl, turns his head at Ellen and roll credits. Yeah. Okay, we talked about it as we were covering the film, but it's all here, man. Yeah, it's all all of it's there. The greatness and a lot of the stuff that you love from the Evil Dead series, but a, a lot of Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2, and then a few of the gimmicks that end up getting used in Army of Darkness that weren't yeah. used in either of those two. It's like they took all of the great ideas that they had, condensed it down to one quick 30-minute film, and said, hey, investors, take a look. Yeah, this is what we can do. We can add a lot more cool stuff if you give us some money. They did this with like five, maybe six or seven grand. Yeah. They shot this 30-minute film. Mm -hmm. The reason the effects look so good, it's the exact same guy who did the effects for Evil Dead 1. Yeah. Tom Sullivan. That, you tell. Yeah. I mean. He reused a lot of the Ash, same gags. Or that yeah. Ash. That uh, Bruce was really creepy looking. Yeah. They did an excellent job on the makeup with what they had. Um, mm -hmm. And for what they ended up using, it it rivals a lot of what they had in the Evil Dead. Yeah. Some of the versions of the Deadites in that film don't look nearly as creepy as what they did with this Bruce. Yes. However, in Evil Dead 2, they do kind of amp it up and really work on the Deadites with what budget that they have as well. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised at how well they did the effects. I think they spent more time on them because what else are you going to do with a short I film? know. It was like, you know, they weren't burning up with the acting or the dialogue at the time. <laughs> yeah, or buying weed for everybody to get stoned and flub their lines. For exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, though, uh, I've seen far worse short films from early filmmakers. Yeah, I agree. I, I was not bad at all. And you I think the degradation of the film helped. Yeah. You can totally see what these guys are going to become as filmmakers. You can see the raw talent, the ability, the storytelling, and the ideas are all there. Yes. And that's one of the things that makes Within the Woods really worth a watch. Especially since it's a fun 30 minutes. It goes really Yeah, it's really 30 quickly. minutes. Not a lot of time out of your life. It's fucking free on YouTube. Check yep. it out. It's totally worth it. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully you did it before we disparaged a whole race of people <laughs> for our review. I mean, not a whole race, but their burial ground, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to find out what's going on with the rest of the cabin, and we'll be right back. My sweet Dan is dead. I could not bring myself to dismember his corpse, so I, I buried him in the earthen floor of the fruit cellar. Lord, help me. I buried my sweet Dan in the earthen floor of the fruit cellar. <laughs> Hello, is there somebody in my fruit cellar? Been a long time since I had a gentleman caller in my fruit cellar. I swallow you whole. Uh, Matt, I think you need to deal with this. Nope, nope, I have a little bit. You read this fucking book. You go ahead, you deal with what you did. Yeah, but he has a proclivity for you. No, nope, you read the book. You go deal with that shit. I told you this was a bad idea. Fuck, you brought Dan back. Fuck, fuck, fuck. He's going to swallow you whole. What's so horrible about that? Well, you think he's going to stop with me, shithead? Well, you first. Well, <laughs> I go first and you have to go second means it's any better. You're getting sloppy seconds at this point. You're right. I better go first. <laughs> oh, that's okay. You're just fine. What? I'm not good enough? 
Oh, no, 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 it's not what I meant. I just, I just meant, you know, maybe, oh, no, shave a little bit. Uh, just maybe a couple pounds. I, I I'm not judging you or anything. Listen to me, you fat fuck. You're not in any better shape than me. I'm sorry, I could hear you. I was just thinking about stuff and started breathing heavy. I really should hit a trap. Matt, let's just walk up the stairs slowly. He's not even getting anywhere near us. No, he's... How does dead people get fatter? I think it's bloating. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. It's like his sweat has sweat. Well, it's bad enough that we had to chop up the fucking girls earlier. I think he's trying to reach for us. Oh, look, his neck is like kind of stretching out like a giraffe. That's, yeah, that's, I'm not even intimidated. Yeah, this is, this is less than scary. I think even the book you have is showing its disdain. Hey, wait, why did we have to cut up the girls again? Don't you remember? No. Oh, that's right. I wiped your brain. Okay. Let me show you on this film what happened. Ah, Jesus, man. What? They became possessed first. Wipe my brain. That's why you don't remember. Remember what? Why I had to kill the girls. Wait, you killed the girls? Yes. It's right here in the video, goddammit. Ah, you got dude. Why would you show me that? Wipe my brain. Jesus Christ, I can't keep doing this. Even your brain is going to start getting damaged more. I feel a lump in my skull. Is that bad? Yes. Oh. All right, look, just lock up the fucking... You got the trap door? Jesus, he's so weak, he can't even pick it up. We don't even have to chain it shut. Yeah, I'm doing it anyway. No. I, I, I really want to get up there, though. We got to get back down there to record. What are we going to do? Yeah, you guys got to come down. Court, we can do a podcast now. We can do a podcast together like we always want. Like you always wanted, you dead fuck. No, you wanted to do it, too. And trust me, I'd be so much better at it than Matt. It would be great. Shut up. Dude, did you just swallow that eyeball? No. Dude, I'm pretty sure I saw you swallow that eyeball. No, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, I may have swallowed that ball. <laughs> Dude, what's that lump on your shoulder? I, I don't know, man. I'm feeling really weird. I think it's cancer. I think this is it. You are such a hypochondriac. Nope, it's you really You swallow cancer. one evil dead eye, and you think you're getting cancer. I have soldier cancer. Yep. It's no, come on. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a, All right. Oh, shit, that's an eyeball. Oh, cool. Oh, shut the fuck up. No, Read that's that awesome. figure out what to do with this. All right. Um, hey, everybody. It's me, Counselor Dan. I'm a part of Matt now. Jesus, that's kind of gross having a Counselor Dan head growing out uh, of your I know. shoulder. This is really, you're going to mind wipe me, by the way, before the end of the night. Look, why don't you guys just go outside? Uh, no, that's okay. No, I, I think we should stay right here and talk to you some more. Don't you, Counselor Dan? I sure do, man. Corn. We can do a podcast, all three of us now. We can do one of the best podcasts. This is just not going to work. It's time to get the chance chainsaw out. This is quite painful, by the way. I just... Wait, chainsaw? What's happening? Just don't look to your immediate left. All right, good. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take that advice right now and not look to my immediate left. I see a lot of movement. Yeah, okay. Um... Sounds like somebody's muffled really close to me. Go ahead and look to your left. Ah! Why is there a dead head and it's got duct tape over its mouth? Because it's growing out of you. It's almost done. It's, uh, it's got uh, an arm and a leg. Uh, oh, fuck! Okay. Oh, hey, I'm fine now. But we have a whole nother Dan, and he's up here. And he's wearing the exact same outfit you were wearing. How does that work? I don't know. Okay, I may have to rethink this whole supernatural thing. This is getting really weird, even yeah, for me. there's a lot of plot holes in this that I'm not being able to fill. Yeah, I don't understand any of this. No, you should probably burn that book. You know what I do understand, though? What's that? This fucking chainsaw. Oh, ho, ho, ho. get ready, Counselor Dan. 
Oh no, you can't yourself a chainsaw. You gotta use it all. You. Oh no! 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 I mean, no! No! Oh, oh, right there, right there, yeah. All right, this one's done. No, a little bit more. Oh, Jesus Christ. Will you just shoot that head with a shotgun, Matt? Yeah. I'll swallow your hole, I'll swallow your hole. Swallow that. Okay, Matt, I took care of this one. You get to chop up the counselor Dan in the basement. Oh, that one's way grosser. Fine. I had a Dan grow out of me. I'm done for the night, motherfucker. You had a Dan inside you. I know, and that is really going to be something I have to come to terms with with a lot of therapy. Not a Sandy Shores other Dan. Oh. I'm pretty sure that Shamir is going to owe us a buttload of money. Oh, my God. Hey, does someone say a buttload up there? Oh, for fuck's sake. Matt, will you please just kill him? Oh, man, that good everywhere. Okay, I'll clean this up in the basement. You go ahead and start digging the holes. <sighs> this camping trip's turned out to be a lot of fucking work. Yeah, but you're in like a hell of a great shape right now. I know, right? I lost half a person. Well, can't burn the book. This fucking thing will not burn. That seems really weird. Um, hey, real quick. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple of hikers out in the forest while I was digging the holes. Yeah. Um, the trees may or may not have violated them both. Oh, you you don't remember, right? No. The girls we were with. Yeah. One of them ran out into the woods. Okay. Uh, you want to see the footage of that? If it's anything like I just saw out there, I'm not too sure. But hey, why not? Here it is. Oh, God, Jesus. Ugh, it's like watching a snuff film. Not that I know what that's like or anything. Not that you remember anyway. Yeah, right? Oh, God. Yeah, that's what happened to the hikers out there. I don't suggest we go outside anymore. It's like you're not even going to remember this whole trip. I keep blacking out, dude. It's like a blackout. We're going to go back down to the cellar, and we're going to record for all of the feedback that we got for year two right now. All right. Sounds good. Yes, now, now you I get, get the it. reference I was making. Yes. <laughs> Spot on. What can I say? It's the only, like, one of the other things that I had referenced to Native Americans yeah. and white people ruining their shit, <laughs> which is really the really the theme that we're going for tonight. Iron Maiden, like, 
The beer. Are they all Native Americans? Because they're singing like all the white men are no, coming over. I think over. they're all British. So. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you know you're part of that, right? <laughs> well, they came over after we already wrecked shit for the Native oh, Americans. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what will make up for all the things that the white man has done wrong? What's that? Time for incoming mail! And how is that? Well, it'll make our listeners forget about the horrible things that we brought up because we have voicemails and, and emails. We have an email and voicemails. You might want to use the memory wipe device. But yeah, let's go ahead with these first. <laughs> I haven't worked that out on our audience yet. Oh, shit. I wish I had. We just admitted it. Maybe they all have Alzheimer's. What, that weird memory disease? Alzheimer's? Ah, greetings, Matthew and Cortimer. I would like to congratulate you of the Cinema PsyOps for two wonderful, glorious years of being the most clean-cut podcast on the entire internet hey, today. Hey, you, you, get away from that microphone! That's, that's mine! Sorry about that, guys. This is Jason Gray from the Bloodstream, and apparently all your mucking around with the time chicken kind of broke the universe just a tiny little bit. I keep coming in here and finding alternate universe versions of myself mucking around with my microphone. But if I heard myself right, you guys have reached an amazing milestone of doing cinema PsyOps for the last two years. My first podcast lasted only four episodes, and I'll be happy if the bloodstream makes it to five. I'm a relatively new listener to your show, having only started when you joined the Legion Podcasts. I believe my first episode was when you looked at Necromantic, and I spent the first five minutes or so just going, what the fuck is this that I'm even listening to? And I knew at that moment I was hooked. So I hope you g- Hey, no! This is my reality! I'm staying here, you're the one that has to go, alright? Look, I'm gonna have to go deal with all these temporal aberrations while you guys go do whatever you're doing for the two-year anniversary. So stay filthy and keep streaming. Wow, thank you very much. That's Jason from the Bloodstream Podcast. Looks like... Uh, he's, he's having some problems of yeah, his own over the, there. The temporal effects have been felt by other podcasters. We've, we've heard we've reports. Really, we've really mucked things up here. We've screwed the proverbial pooch. Yes. <laughs> all dimensions of pooches. <laughs> well, that's how I got in contact with all the different versions of me and found out last week that all of us are okay with... <laughs> yeah, the good weird is, yeah, the good weird is a mom and daughter sandwich. Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not bad weird, good yeah. weird. Uh, <laughs> That's fair enough. According to you guys, you know what else I think is a great good weird? What's that? Our next voicemail. <laughs> two-year anniversary show. It's a thing. What's up, guys? It's Dave Z. Congratulations on two years. It's really flown by. It really doesn't seem that way, and it's not because we're getting older or anything like that. I guess it's because we're having fun. Anyway, um, Court, Matt, the bots, everybody, uh, <laughs> great stuff. You guys keep out doing yourselves creatively, and uh, I appreciate that as a listener. I love that type of stuff, as you probably know from listening to some of the stuff I've done. But yes, great stuff. Keep it up. Thank you for the entertainment. I got to say that uh, the chemistry, I said that when I was on the show, you guys are just on another level. People always tell us for Exploding Heads, you guys have great chemistry and that's like, you know, the best thing about our show, but you guys have a chemistry that's just, it's out of control. It's as soon as, you know, somebody says something, the other guy's right there to pick it up. It's all alley-oop all day long, back and forth. You guys don't miss a beat. Anyway, keep up the great work. We love you guys. Thank you. And yeah, love it. Peace. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. It's a thing. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank no, you. Sincerely, Dave. Thank you so much. That <laughs> That's great, awesome. Yeah. Hey, thank you for giving us a clip we use a shit ton. 
Yeah, ridiculously. L- l- ridiculous amount. Yeah, it's be- like so much so I'm starting to really hate myself for it, but I keep doing it anyway. It's kind of like heroin. <laughs> well, it's it's become its own thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. We know, Dave. Thank, thank you, you very thank much. You. Thank you, David. No, but that's very sweet of you. Yeah. And some would say that we have a wonderful chemistry. Others would say that we just need to fucking get it over with. <laughs> Those are our wives. <laughs> <laughs> And oddly enough, they say it when they have cameras on. I know. I don't know it's either. Weird. Just it's. I feel it. It, it really is, is a thing. Yeah. yeah thank you, David. Yeah, you're right. Dave. Thank you. Thanks. You're right. Um, I think I feel a lot of anger about our wives towards the show. <laughs> well, it's it is true. We we do have a really great back and forth. Yeah. I, I can't deny that. No, it's it's a, it's a we got a good we got a good thing going here. It's because we've known each other so long. We know what the other person is pretty much ready to dive on for a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like we know we're both. A couple ravenous dogs with a piece of meat when it's a joke. We're both pretty intuitive when it comes yeah. to comedy, at yeah. least with each other anyway. We know too. each other's sense of humors. Yeah. And oddly enough, too, it's just the two of us in the room, but when you yeah. get all of us together, like our group of friends, we're all that way with each it's other. It's the same way. Yeah. It, it's just, picture the two of us and then multiply it by like six people. And then and after it, your brain explodes and you pick everything <laughs> back yeah. up and go, I can't handle more than just two of you. Yeah. And then, like, they should really separate. be limited to one or less of us. Yeah, it really should. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason why our core group of friends have been at the same corporate group of friends for a lot of years. Nobody else wants any part of this shit. <laughs> well, that leads us into our written voicemail. A written voicemail. Also known as email. Oh my God. What are these people? Amish? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dearest Court and Matt, I guess. That's how it's written. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. It really is written like that. I feel kind of shitty that I dropped the ball on getting something recorded for you guys on this momentous occasion. And for that, I apologize. You emailed us. I mean, at least you're telling us how great you think we are. At least well, maybe. Except, uh, not me, apparently. Fuck. Well, that, that you don't matter. What? <laughs> I would feel... We just we just got done telling each other how much we have chemistry, and then you'd say we, I don't matter? In the immortal words of Essie Hinton, that was then, this is now. Oh, God. I would feel even more like a fucker if I didn't at least take a couple of seconds to write you guys an email in case I don't meet the deadline for an audio clip. I honestly just wanted to thank you guys for always putting something out of high quality and for being so fun and so interactive amongst the garbage people community. Garbage people for life. That's the reason we do this. Totally. We love the community that we built. We love to interact with the people on social media when we get the feedback. I love reading shit. on Facebook. My, it is so fucking demented. My personal favorite is the photos. Especially oh, yeah. Like what Darren and RJ McCready yeah. ends up doing and uh, our other listeners are, I've pitched in as well. Yes. I, I think even I think even Matthew has done a few things too. Oh my but god, it's, it's so just, great. Anytime I see these like Photoshop photos where they put your brutal plank on something <laughs> and my head on something, yeah. it just makes me laugh because it's so fucking creative. It is. It's and so great. somebody took the time to do that. Our fucking fans are just really creative people. Absolutely, yeah. I fucking I, I just think they are. They're great people. Okay. More, I guess. More written voicemail here. And they are fucking great. <laughs> they are great. I'm just- you guys have something special. And after only two years, it seems like you've been doing this forever. Because we just started recording it, we yeah. have been doing We've this been, pretty much forever. This kind of back and forth happens like all the fucking time. It's so much more calm and yeah. polite when we're on mic nowadays. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, you should hear us off mic. We are just fucking really bad. <laughs> I hope you carry on for as many years as you like. Oh, here's this is funny. Unless court quits and then Matt, you're probably a little fucked there, buddy. <laughs> 
I'll just go back to my regular life <laughs> of doing nothing. Of and, doing and, nothing. And, and, and nobody giving a fuck about you. <laughs> well, here I'm doing something and still no one really giving a fuck, a fuck about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. And it's from Darren from the Psycho Semantic Cast. Thank you so much for taking the time yeah, to write thanks, that Darren. in. Thanks, Darren. Fuck off, buddy. <laughs> I think what he's saying is yeah. he'll be the co-host if I quit. You can you can be on his show. Uh, I can be on his show. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could be the lazy guy that does nothing on his show. <laughs> oh, I could do that. Where's my job opening for lazy guy that does nothing? It's here. It's, yeah, I, I, I took it. <laughs> oh, you other lazy fucks who don't do anything? Too bad. Go find your own show to drag down. I may still fire him, so job openings are not necessarily closed. You know I could hear you, right? Not with his memory wipe. <laughs> What's Alzheimer's? It's that weird memory disease. You beat Alzheimer's? Why are you bringing that up? I don't know. Hey, this is Matt from the Bad, the Weird and the Cheesy Podcast. Want to wish you guys a happy two years of podcasting, man. Matt and Court, great show. I mean, what else did I say is uh, you guys are a huge inspiration for me for me wanting to start a podcast. And man, I just love your no nonsense. Just do whatever you want to do. Podcast. It's great. You just you go off on tangents. You create do some creative editing. You sound effects. The movies you cover just they're. I mean, you guys are, your brains are just right in line with me. Uh, I just, there's no other podcast out there like yours. Uh, it's so original and fun. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to wish you guys a happy two years and happy 100th episode. I missed out on that, but boom, I'm still hitting it anyways. Uh, yeah, guys, take it easy. Thank you very much, Matt. From the good, the bad, the weird podcast and everything that he said he liked about the show is all me. It's all nonsense. <laughs> well, yeah, he says <laughs> no nonsense podcasting, but it is totally all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Yeah, it's completely and utterly all nonsense. Yeah, I mean. I mean, we're speaking just nonsense here. <laughs> At all times. At all times. I'm surprised any of this forms a coherent sentence. Uh, you may say that there's no nonsense, but all the things that he loves about the podcast, nothing to do with you, all to do with me. All to do with you, not to do with me. Yeah, the editing, yeah, well, okay. the sound effects, yeah, but the, all the hard work. But I give some great clips. The choice so. of movies. I will say that for you. Yeah. You may not be much of a date, but you give great clip. <laughs> No, that sounds painful in a way. Yeah, but in the best kind of way. Be careful. You might want to wear rubber. She gives clip. <laughs> Whatever you do, watch out for her. She gives great clip. She's got. I hear she's got the clip. <laughs> I know you got the clip. You know what I got? What do you got? This last voicemail. Ooh. Hey guys, Joe Parker here. I just wanted to go ahead and congratulate you guys on two years. Uh, sorry I missed out on the 100 episodes um, episode. I, I missed the deadline and I was on vacation so I couldn't get anything out to you guys. But um, in my humble opinion, anyways, uh, two year anniversary shows significantly more uh, impressive than a 100 episodes episode. Uh, again, in my humble opinion, simply because, well, anybody can just kind of record a bunch of crap and throw it up online. Um, I should know. <laughs> My show's a shiny example of that. So, um, you know, to actually put in the work for two solid years, that's a pretty monumental feat in and of itself. Um, I mean, God, I haven't had jobs or relationships that lasted near that long. In that time, you guys were able to make some friends, probably make some enemies. Uh, you guys got a pretty large uh, listener fan base. Um, Legion even adopted you guys. So you guys are up there with the big boys now. Uh, let's see what. Most recently, you guys even picked some kind of gang war with two of the nicest, sweetest, most down-to-earth uh, cats out there. Um, yeah, it's like you guys are attacking the Osmonds. So, you know, you guys behave. Um, but all jokes aside, congratulations on the two years. I hope you guys have many more years after this. 
Um, you know, it's not that the show sucked when you started. It's just you can definitely see the evolution now. After two years, you guys have really streamlined this into a, you know, a, a pretty formidable um, juggernaut. So, you know, congratulations on the two years, guys. Keep it up. And uh, I enjoy every show. Take care. Joe Parker, out. Thank you very much, Joe. And I would beg to differ about your particular podcast. You put out high quality stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Taking on the Osmonds, I think that's next. That's definitely something we have planned that oh, we're going to do. That's totally something that we we're would do. We're definitely going to war with the Osmonds. Yeah. I don't know why you think. Yeah, we're definitely doing that. Yeah, we would that, totally do that. That's definitely something we're going. We're not, not that we're, we're going to do it. That's yeah. something that we would do. We're going to do it. That's definitely yeah. probably a real thing. That yeah. probably is going to happen. Everything that is wholesome and good must be destroyed destroyed under the weight of our filth yes yeah but in all seriousness though you got to understand when you become part of a podcast network it's like going to jail in that you have to find the heaviest hitter yeah. in the network take your tray and blast him over the face you just to show all the other podcasts that you mean business you're not going to shiv us in the shower absolutely and second of all we didn't really mean to start the war we were just kind of no. venting at them for yeah. being the golden boys and we wanted to yell about it goody two shoes goody little two shoes but you know what we may work that out here soon because we're kind of tired with the war as well yeah. i mean we're recording in the fucking fruit cellar of shamir's fucking cabin right I now know. because of that i mean good bad we're the guys who say fuck <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's why you got to keep coming back. Yes, to us. that's right. That and Cinema PsyOps will bottom for Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, that, that should be our new tagline next year. <laughs> it totally could be. <laughs> Cinema PsyOps will bottom for Bruce Campbell. <laughs> It's a thing. Yeah, thank, thank you, Dave. Dave. Thank you. Yes, it very thank much you. is. Thank you. All right. Well, that closes out the feedback portion and all the second year congratulatory stuff. I knew we were probably going to get one, like yeah. a bunch of one and then not as many as yeah. the other. But That's two years, said, man. We yeah. made two years. Yeah. 104 episodes. That's God damn. two sets of 52 weeks, man. Two years ago. We haven't missed a hitch. We've put out an episode. We, we were late by a day or two every week, but every week there was something. Every week, yeah. We had something put out there. Yeah, every week we put out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Bruce Campbell. <laughs> well, not just for Bruce, but yeah. mainly for Bruce. <laughs> mainly for Bruce. He calls the shots. <laughs> well, he's Bruce, Bruce fucking, fucking Campbell. Campbell. Absolutely. I mean, of course. And doing this run to celebrate the closeout of our second year, it, the best way to do it is to pick and go through the whole entire Evil Dead yeah. series. It's where our worlds merge perfectly. Yes, exactly. It really is. So, and even doing I still remember the way the studio used to be set up. I used to be on the sun couch that was <laughs> falling apart and broken. Falling apart and broken. Had a hobo living underneath it. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Who happened to be you? You just kept forgetting. <laughs> forgetting what? That you were a hobo living under my couch. How did I forget that? <laughs> Do I have that Alzheimer's? That memory loss disease? Hey, I found this trail out back. I think we're going to be able to hike out of here. Really? Even through the fucking trees? Well, the trees of rape? Well, it's daytime, right? Yeah, it's true. They're weaker during the day. So if we just take it through the trail, we'll leave the equipment here. Yeah. We'll just take all the essentials. You know, what are the essentials? Well, this book. Uh-huh. That dagger. Okay. The recording tapes. And this bottle of booze. I think we're good. Yes. All right. We're going to head on out. All right. And we're going to find our way back to the lab or at least to find a car. And then we'll get back to civilization 
location and we can close out the show in the actual studio. I'm sending Matt Pot back out here to burn this place to the ground. No, we're not going to burn it. This is going to be a great vacation spot. Yeah, I'm still sending Matt Pot out here to burn this place to the fucking ground. There we go. Now you're not. Not what? Uh, Not going to mind carrying all this stuff because you needed the exercise, you said. Yeah, I suppose. Fucking idiot. Oh, this was a bad idea. How do you Two remember? years, you never listened to me. There's a good reason for that. Yeah, but, but look at all the shit we're in now. I'll take care of it. I always do. All right. Let's uh, take a little break here. We're going to play some more music, and when we come back, we will close out our two years and this show. Dirgiest fucking cover of Children of the Grave from Black Sabbath you're probably ever going to hear. All right. That's from one of my favorite hardcore bands of my college years, Neurosis. <laughs> All right, folks, we are still a part of Legion Podcast, and we are here to stay. You can Ooh. find us legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyop. Just like herpes, you can't really get rid of us. Not even with the right vaccinations or anything. anything. We're there. We're that... We're that new form of gonorrhea. <laughs> We're the super gonorrhea. We're super Legion gonorrhea. Podcast. You can't nothing get rid of us. <laughs> We're the super bug. We're here. We're going to get into your brain. Turn it to mush. That's exactly what this podcast is meant to do. That's why I chose the name I chose. 
You can find our Facebook group, Cinema PsyOps, available to you if you join the group. It's closed off to protect the innocent, but if you're willing to be brave and check out the alternative photos and all the fucked up weird shit that gets posted there, join us. Yes, join us. Join us. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Court PsyOps. You can find Matt on Facebook. He is Matt PsyOp. If you find the plank that says brutal, you got the right guy. You can email feedback to Matt, PsyopMatt at gmail.com. Tell him that year three is the time he needs to start pulling his own weight. <laughs> no. It's going to happen. Is it? Oh, yeah. Nah. You can email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. Tell him to get off of Matt's back and stop trying to make him work. He's too lazy for that. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. You can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats of your experiences of desecrating ancient Indian burial grounds Good within God the woods. Almighty, man. <laughs> I'm at court underscore psyop. Two straight weeks of this shit. <laughs> and he is at psyop. Matt, send him those photos. We're going to be on a list for sure. <laughs> Every list. Well, that closes out our year two, folks, and this show. Thank you so much for downloading for the last two years. Kick the fuck out of this next year and make it your bitch.
There's only one Scotty so far that has not been an ass Scotty. Yeah, in that sense, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would just say, "I can't believe you because I don't have enough power." Yeah, <laughs> just can't do it. You, you know, no, no, yeah, 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 no. A million Scottish yeah. people are gonna hurt <laughs> just, you. Just, just go what? Yeah, Wait, we have a million Scottish people listen to the show. Eventually, they'll all find out about it. Really, the rage just, will spread. It's just, it's just rumor spreads quickly. <laughs> it happens so fast. It's a small country. <laughs> it won't take them long to all hear it. <laughs> and we're both dead. <laughs> I'll take it all out. <laughs> Last thing we want is a fucking Rob Roy situation up in here. Yeah, right. <laughs> now I might leave it back Freedom! in. Freedom! If you're going to face evil, you might as well have a beer. If you're going to face evil, you might as well be stone drunk. It costs a lot of money to have trees rape people.